Welcome back to Sorry Love You Bye, the podcast where I discuss your dating dilemmas and all the random stuff in my head that no one else will talk to me about. I'm Daria, a chronically single London babe with a big brain, but it is filled with song lyrics and imaginary conversations and that white knitted jumper that Chris Evans wears in Knives Out. You know that jumper? It's lovely. Anyway, this is the third episode, episode number three of the pod, and three is both my lucky number and one of my favorite numbers, so I'm very excited. I have quite a few favorite numbers, TBH, I won't go into all of them, but three is extra special because I'm the middle of three sisters and we go up in three-year age gaps. Actually, I think almost all of my cousins on my mom's side, we all have our ages some multiple of three years apart, if that even makes sense. Kind of cool. Also, both my parents are one of three siblings as well. Anyway, I just really like numbers. Um, maths was always my favorite subject at school and I studied it for my undergrad at uni. Um, people always ask me what maths at uni is like and it's honestly just as you would expect it to be. Like, it's very confusing. <laughs> there were zero hunks. Um, everyone was slightly odd, myself included. And every time the teacher would say, the limit does not exist, like that line in Mean Girls, um, my friends and I would giggle. Our group chat on WhatsApp is still called The Mathletes. But seriously, no, everyone was slightly odd. Um, there was a guy in our class who, oh, he would he would bring in a chair, like a fold-up deck chair with him to lectures. And he wouldn't even sit in it. He'd just prop it up next to him. It was so odd. Also, the class was very cliquey. I was, I was in the cool group to everyone's surprise, but that wasn't particularly difficult. I was also... Like I said, very confused most of the time and much too unwell health-wise to take any of my studies seriously. Um, I was in and out of hospital a lot because of Crohn's disease, so I didn't really party much either. I just spent all day hiding in my room and watching Netflix. I'm not even kidding. Like, So, okay, I feel like the most challenging aspect of uni is picking your principal focus. So this is a theory I have. Um that most people settle on one of the main four um, focuses. So firstly, there's an academic focus. So people who focus on their studies or their socializing or some kind of part-time job like career or whatever, or sports. Most people, I think, pick one or maybe two of the four to really prioritize. And I'm always especially in awe of those people who magically balance a combination of more than one or two. I don't know how they did it, but my focus was none of these. I just about got away with the bare minimum for everything and instead I redirected my focus on just seeing whether I could watch 300 new movies in a year. That was my goal and I'm not even counting recounts or like rewatches. I just mean movies I'd never seen before because if I was counting recounts like High School Musical, way off the charts. No, I'm kidding. Um, I think I got to like 250 in my first year then I had like a mental breakdown um, during exam time and had to seriously slow it down. Um, but it's fine. After first year, I started to put a bit more effort like in my studies and with socializing. But yeah, like it was hard. And I feel like not enough people talk about that. It kind of feels taboo to admit that uni wasn't some cool montage rave scene from a movie or that my love life wasn't like my love life was entirely non-existent, like truly, truly non-existent. Yeah, I, I don't think uni is a magical experience for everyone, even though we're made to feel like it has to be. But anyway, this is not a podcast about how the media glamorizes the university experience. I just, I stand by that ramble and 
whatever. Um, thank you for tuning in to episode three. And since it is my favorite and luckiest number, we'll be joined by someone super special to me. So enjoy the episode. Oh my god, okay, so this episode, I want to introduce you guys someone who is low-key the backbone to Tiny Moron. She talks me out of all my Instagram anxiety, and this podcast literally would not exist without her encouragement, but she kind of has to be supportive because she's my little sister. Also, we're literally the same person. Um, Hi, Sahara. Hello. (laughs) I can't believe you're now actually on the podcast instead of just a mysterious unnamed character that I mention all the time in the background how do you feel it's honestly very strange because I see you 24 7 Mm. um and also I'm actually quite nervous to be honest why are you nervy I feel like it is a bit nerve-wracking it's because we're on zoom together even though because I have spent every single day of this past year living with you and just spending every day with you but we only have one microphone, so you're in the other room and I'm Zooming you. And I haven't FaceTimed you since you were at uni, I think. So this is a weird no, setting for that's us. that's incorrect. What? I FaceTime you on the toilet all the time. <laughs> oh my god. Also, you FaceTime me when I sneak out to go for a walk without you. Guys, I literally, this girl is stuck to me. I love going on my walks. <laughs> I think I, I make that very clear on my Instagram. But I just, I need them for my personal space. And sometimes she'll FaceTime me and she's like, where are you? You left while I wasn't looking. And I'm like, yep. And the next thing I know, she's running, like she's tracking me on Find My Friends and running down the street after me. (laughs) I don't like space. (laughs) Do you know what's funny? I just remembered when I sprained, well, not sprained my knee, but I severely damaged my knee couple months ago because I ran to track you know, and I never run so my body was like well, what is she doing I remember that I'm that fine was now obviously I was like thank god maybe this will mean that she'll actually stop running after me but no okay we literally by the way we literally are the same person though I think people will realize that like when my friends meet you or when I meet your friends they're always like oh my god you guys are the same person but I think you're more like like I don't want to say cooler but like less uncool no no you're like less uncool like you go to parties and stuff and you dress better than me when was the last time I went to a party well Sarah there's like a pandemic okay you you are gonna be down at the clubs when all this is done but like it works in my favor because you like teach me about like cool music and stuff and I get to wear all your clothes it's great oh my god no listeners help me this girl steals all my clothes because I love to buy clothes even though I literally wear like a hoodie and like a levers hoodie and leggings every day <laughs> I love to spend all my money on clothes and this girl she's like oh that's cute you should keep it when really she's thinking what should I wear that with she loves to steal my wardrobe and yet she buys crusty gap jumpers obviously I'm not going to bother borrow that don't come on my so gap sneaky. jumpers no you know what I love it because like you are constantly you... buying stuff and then you do the catwalk around the house you're like hmm should I keep this should I return it and I'm like yes I love it, it works in my favor but okay Sahara um I think we should start this off with some ground rules because it's us and there will be chaos if we don't do this so we're so r- crazy <laughs> we're just mad we're not like other girls mm-hmm. okay no but for real first of all we're not going to use 
any of our weird voices <laughs> or like what um you know I you don't know. know what you're talking about <laughs> um number two we can't keep using all our weird family nicknames like Tara our older sister has so many nicknames for us but um they're a bit too weird so we're not gonna I go still don't that. know what you're talking about <laughs> so yeah no just stick to like normal names like I'll call you like Sarah or SK or Sim but like I won't go into the others um mm-hmm. what's my next rule next rule we can't start randomly singing during this um god that that's your issue that is not my issue no Sarah you do this too it oh is my- both no we no, both I, do this I sing no I sing maybe once a day and you will take over my song <laughs> I'll have a tune in my head you're like no this is mine and you sing all day at the top of your lungs you don't <laughs> stop singing <laughs> well whatever okay we can't sing um and last one no 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 second last one we can't talk over each other or interrupt, okay? And the final rule is we can't use, like, real names if we're talking about boys or whatever because, like, that's just, you know, privacy. We got to remain private and secretive. My life is so crazy. Yeah. I, everyone is after my private information. <laughs> GDPR. <laughs> GDPR. Oh, wait, I just thought of one more. Um, we can't talk about Twilight or High School Musical, Okay. Oh my gosh, again, your problem, not mine. No. Oh Actually, my god. Maybe Twilight no. is my Yeah, problem. you talk about Twilight a lot. Wait, no, really quickly, just wondering, did you see that tickety tack I sent you about Kristen Stewart? So it's like um an interview with Kristen Stewart talking about how much she loved Robert Pattinson, but their whole relationship was overshadowed by the hype. So they couldn't even walk down the street holding hands because they didn't want the media to have anything to do with their relationship. How sad is that? Like if I was dating our Pats, I wouldn't be able to not hold his hand, you know? Okay. Sweetheart, firstly, you'd never date Robert Pattinson. I mean, I he'd never think, date you. No, no, no. I actually think we'd have so much in common. I think he would really like me if he just got to know me. Sweetie, his current girlfriend is Suki Waterhouse. Okay. Um, secondly, <laughs> you're so rude. Um, you know what? I'm sure Addison Ray feels the same way because oh she God. recently broke up with Bryce. No, no, no. It's real drama. And she was... Sh- she was crying in her beautifully pink Tesla and all these paps were still taking photos and she was like, can you guys please leave me alone? And I actually felt really bad for her. I'm going to make that a rule. You can't talk about Addison Ray. Then you can't talk at all. <laughs> this is my pod and you're living it. Okay, so usually at this part of the podcast, I would ask my guests loads of questions about themselves but I know you're quite private. Like, you don't even let me post you on Instagram because you're just, you know, a bit of a secretive bay. Like, who is she? So instead, It's I'm also because gonna... I'm scared about GDPR. <laughs> you actually are. This girl, every five minutes, she's like, make sure you don't post anything personal on your tiny moron. You don't know who's out there. You don't know who's watching. You don't know who's going to track you. I'm like, oh, great. Thanks for giving me this new fear I never knew I had. So thanks a lot it's for 2021. that. Yeah. You need to catch up. <laughs> Catch up with you what? You are behind. <laughs> You've been watching too much of you. <laughs> okay, no. So, yeah, I can't wait for the new season. Anyway, I'm going to ask you questions about me because this is my podcast. Okay, so first one is, what is something you think that a lot of people don't know about me? Oh, okay. 
I know exactly what to say. Oh God, I think I know what you're going to say too. <laughs> but I actually might have two or three things on top of that, but we'll oh, see. There's so much depth. Okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. So <laughs> the first one is a lot of, some people get this, but like a lot of people don't, but you are taking the piss 99% of the time. Like, Do you mean on my Instagram? For, in life, like oh. you are just joking all the time in a good way. This is a good thing. Okay. Um, but some people don't quite get it. So, for example, you <laughs> call every boy who's not in a relationship your boyfriend. <laughs> and, I actually do. <laughs> obviously, like they're not, and you know that. But some people who aren't really up to speed with <laughs> your humor actually slightly pity you when you say <laughs> it because they're like, oh. This girl's deluded. She thinks every man is her boyfriend. No, honestly, I'm so... Yeah, no, I'm just so glad you said that because I genuinely do think people think I'm being serious. Like, I just say, like, something dumb, like, whatever's, like, in my head that I think is funny, and I'll say it, and then I won't get the reaction that was, like, in the script in my head. Like, people aren't following the script that I have. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have done that. But no, I'm glad you said that because I do want people to know that I, I have a brain. Like, I'm not, like, delusional. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. You do have a brain. You are a very smart girl. Oh, my God. Wait, really quickly. I forgot to tell you about today's boyfriend. Sarah, I got a new boyfriend today. Okay. So. Oh, my God. No, okay. You will love this. So, I was walking Marlebone High Street and I was like, oh, my God, I kind of really want an ice cream right now. And, you know, waitress do the nice one. The, um, oh, my God, what's that brand that we love? The vegan one. They, that they don't have it in our Jubes? Tesco I think so yeah Jubes they do the really nice one I was like I want that but there was a really long queue so I was waiting in the queue for like a couple minutes and I was just on my phone and then I was like no you know what I don't need this I don't need to like wait in the queue I'm just gonna go home so I walk away to leave the queue and I as I'm walking away I realized that all along there was a beautiful curly haired man behind me all along he looked like oh my god what's his name is it Adrian Grenier no not him but the guy who plays Seth Cohen from the OC and he smiled at me and he goes yeah there's a really long queue isn't it sorry he could have been the one I love my new boyfriend we love him okay he was perfect and I was just so nervous I'm just like the wedding I know, I know. I will. I think I'm just going to wait outside that same waitress every day at the same time until I bump into him again. I can't believe you have a boyfriend. I know. I'm really excited. Um, I've been wanting mm-hmm. to have one of these for a while, so it feels very special. Okay, no, sorry. What were the other two amazing things about yours truly? Oh my God. The second one isn't so amazing. It's that. You don't stop singing or dancing (laughs) ever. For example, we work from home together and we share a fairly, like, it's a sizable desk that fits the pair of us. And Daria will just sing from the top of her lungs and not stop moving. She'll keep dancing all day. And then if I have a call... (laughs) like a meeting or whatever and I'm like oh D please can you like stop because I need to like do business and she's like okay sure 
And then she just dances in her seat and mouths really expressively to the words as if she's in a music video. Honestly, it's not like I'm making any girl, noise though. Like I'm not in your it's way. It's so distracting. <laughs> Why do you hate my performances so much? Mom thinks that they're lovely. She always called me her fun-loving girl. So you know what? You should be, you should consider yourself super lucky because you know it's a once-in-a-lifetime chance to see me perform. You're welcome. Girl, it's not a once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> chance when you do it all day, every day. Also, listeners, she has singing streets. There are a couple streets around, actually around London, not just around where we live, that she has claimed as her own singing streets. She's like, oh, this street is excellent for singing. <laughs> but they are, because like, they're streets that have great acoustics, either they're alleyways or they're just like, roads that there aren't a lot of other people so no one will see me having the time of my life they're perfect you don't know what you're missing out on everyone should have a singing street everyone should have a dancing street where there's no one around it's just you and the vibes you know the vibes are you high (laughs) (laughs) hey what was the last thing oh oh actually this one was a nice one it's that you're actually a really good friend and you give super, oh my God. super sound advice. Every piece of advice, well, a majority of the advice you've ever given me in my life, which is a lot because I ask you <laughs> many questions a day. We have a um, codependency. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I don't think you do. Um, so... I think you give great advice and you're a really good listener. You always listen to your friends' problems and you actually genuinely care. You're one of the most caring people I know. Oh my God. And I'm not just saying that. I do see it. Like it's, I don't know. You give people a lot of your time and energy and that's really kind. Oh my God. That's actually nice. I really didn't think that you'd say anything nice this whole pod. So thank you. That's really sweet. I really wasn't expecting that. Okay. But I have another question So since this is a dating podcast, this question is about boys. Um, You tend to hate every single guy I have ever dated, even when you haven't met them. Why do you think that is? Because I know that they're going to be a meathead. (laughs) Um, To be a bit more specific. Oh, no. You've, whenever you're courting a man. Courting? (laughs) (laughs) They're just never emotionally available, I would say. I would agree with that. They're all quite. And they're never the gentlemen that are looking to settle with a nice lady. (laughs) They're always the gentlemen that are ready to continue courting. (laughs) On to the next. They pounce and they pounce. Indeed, they pounce. (laughs) Oh my God. I will say though that even though you hate them all, like you've always been my hype girl. And I think that as a friend or a sister or anyone who cares, it's actually really hard to find that balance of wanting to protect your person from getting involved with someone who's not good enough or like messing them around and just letting them enjoy themselves. Like, I struggle with that sometimes. Like, if if a friend of mine is dating someone who's just a bit, like, meh, I really want to be like, girl, run. But also, you just have to let them do their thing and, like, know that 
that they will come around and you always do that like you always listen to me drone on about my bad dates and you're like yes and then you'll just sneak it in like something like just low-key you'll be like but remember to stay careful because there are red flags and that's like important because you know you need to let your friends know sometimes they're blind to these things but it's also not enough to like completely down my vibe so I appreciate that you are a good and kind friend too look at us kind people we're so kind mom would be so (laughs) proud um last question I'm actually really intrigued to see what you say for this one why do you think I'm single Mm, well oh okay I genuinely I've thought about this actually previously and I genuinely think it's because you don't know what you want Mm. and not in a bad way I I don't think anyone really knows what they want and I think that's an incredibly difficult thing to figure out especially when you're so young I mean you're young I'm not no no but like I just mean like in your no no no. I know what you mean it is hard to know that's true like sorry to interrupt so early but I've had this conversation with my therapist where you know I will be talking about something not just dating but a lot of things and she's like well, what do you want? And I'm actually not very in tune with my long-term wants, to be honest. That is something that I struggle with. So I think it's interesting that you pinpointed that as well. I think some people do know a bit early and some people just don't. Mm. Or maybe they don't know, but they're, they're just lucky earlier, to be honest. Yeah. So you don't think that my singledom is due to the fact that I have red flags? Girl... You don't have any red flags. Oh, oh, okay. No, really? I would... Do you not think that having an Instagram page like Tiny Moron is a bit of a red flag? Not necessarily to everyone, but I can see quite a few people might be a bit concerned by the fact that I have an Instagram account that's about dating. They might think that I'm, like, gonna go home and post about my life and, like, after a date and be like, hey, Instagram, dear diary, like, blah, blah, blah. But just to let the listener know I don't do that I don't post about my life in real time like I I I I don't do that you know that actually reminds me of my queen Alexandra Cooper oh here we Um, go so she wait can I just tell the listener oh were you gonna introduce Miss Alex Cooper yourself well she doesn't need an introduction yes she does for those who don't know oh okay stop interrupting me um but for those who don't know who she is she is the host of the most successful podcast in the world named Call Her Daddy, where she essentially just speaks about like relationships and everything to do with that. Um, and re- she said, what did she say? Oh, yeah. One episode she was saying like men that have been on dates with her have been so intimidated because they're like, oh, dear, are you going to talk about me on your podcast? And she's like, no, I wouldn't do that. And, you know, they feel intimidated and equally she feels not embarrassed, but just like, I don't know what the word, maybe it isn't, I don't know. What's the word? You're you're in that position. If I was a boy and I was like, oh, I'm really intimidated that you're right about me. Firstly, the audacity, (laughs) I ain't gonna write about you. Yeah, I would be like, get away from me. Okay, no, go on. 
No, I didn't have anything to say. I'm quite glad you interrupted me there. (laughs) Okay. Well, first of all, usually I'd say I'm not going to take my dating advice from Alex Cooper. The nature of her podcast is like, she's incredible at what she does. She's very talented, very entertaining, very funny. I think she's great, but she's not like her. The the nature of her podcast is very sexual. I'm a very PG-13 person. So her advice doesn't usually apply to how how I would approach my life. Um, but I would say that's an interesting take. I kind of agree with that. It makes me feel very Taylor Swift. I'm like, oh my God, are these boys gonna think that I'm gonna write a song about them? Anyway, okay, never mind. I but know Taylor whenever- Swift does. <laughs> Why did you make that reference? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm sure she'll write about all Have of Have you heard all too well? <laughs> I recently introduced Sarah to All Too Well and every day she's like can you play the scarf song again (laughs) (laughs) so emotional it's so emotional thank you it's like the best song ever written okay so now we're on the next segment which I've called Brilliant or Baloney you've workshopped that name with me Sarah so you're aware but I've been single for almost my whole life. And throughout that time, I've been given a lot of unsolicited dating advice. Sometimes it's brilliant and sometimes it's... Baloney. (laughs) Baloney. So I'm going to give you a piece of advice that I've been told and you decide what you think. Okay, so this one comes from Georgia. You know G, she's one of my best friends. Um, Anyway, this piece of advice is from about two years ago when I was dating um, someone you hate. and. Some background for the listener, this ex of mine was on paper, like if we're going to Love Island it up. (laughs) We've never actually seen Love Island, but I love that reference, don't you? I've literally never seen Love Island. I tried to watch an episode, but I just couldn't get into it. But I am obsessed with Molly May. You actually are. You mention her quite a lot and I always need reminding of who she is. Anyway, I love that. her hair is beautiful. She has great hair. But, oh, what was I saying? Yeah, on paper, because I love that reference. Mm-hmm. On paper, this ex of mine was like, he was pretty perfect. Like, he was very intelligent. He was very attractive. Like, he made lots of money, very sporty, blah, blah, blah. Basically, he had a very easy life. And Georgia one day said to me, If a man has breezed through life, he will breeze through yours. That's a very Georgia way of speaking, by the way. Can't you just hear that in her voice? I saw you like shaking your head with like, Yes, at the end of that. But anyway, yeah, her point was that. If someone's had a very easy life where they don't often have to make hard choices or not get things their way, then it's likely that this will also translate into their dating life and they'll just not deal with something when it gets to the point where it's not easy anymore. Um, So what do you think about that? Brilliant or baloney? (laughs) Firstly, Georgia, G, shout out you are a wise wise lady she's full of wisdom that girl honestly she is um I think in your specific case it was very it's very brilliant um yeah because he breathed he breathed right out she wasn't wrong (laughs) his wrist so dainty he'd breeze through anything um (laughs) Anyway, I do generally think that's brilliant, but it's also, it obviously depends on the person. Like you do get some people that have had a really luck, happy-go-lucky life 
you know, they're, they're still good people and they still respect, you know, treat women with respect and are kind in their relationships. But in, in a majority of the cases, specifically with men, you know, it's unfortunately, it's unfortunate that they just breeze through them. <laughs> they it's really because, do breeze, don't they? Oh. Yeah. Because even if, as a woman, you've had a super easy life, you still have to deal with the trials and tribulations of being a woman. That True. itself is difficult. Mm-hmm. That is a hard thing to do. Um, <laughs> but generally, yeah, men breezing through life, they'll breeze through you. That's brilliant. Yeah, I. So I definitely do think that this applies to a lot of people, but I don't think it's universal. Like you said, like there are a lot of places where I can see this applying, but like, okay, I personally, I find it easier to relate to people on a deeper level if they've also had some kind of trauma or tragedy in their life. Not that I'd ever wish that on anyone ever, but just that I've noticed it makes it easier to share things from my side because I feel less judged. Maybe that's just a me thing. So in my head, I often imagine my ideal partner to be someone who's had to fight some battles. But having said that, I totally agree. Like I have some friends who have had their own really difficult struggles in life, but then their boyfriends have lived quite sheltered lives. And although at first my friends were a bit worried about whether or not the relationships would last, they actually turned out to be really positive because it doesn't actually make a difference in the end since the guys were like, the guys were all empathetic anyway. Like you don't have to suffer on a personal level to have empathy and understanding for others. I think bottom line is just be emotionally intelligent. That's all. (laughs) You're still right. (laughs) Now for the next segment, Dating Dilemmas. As you know, on my Tiny Moron Instagram page, every Sunday people send me their dating dilemmas and I pick a few and people can vote on what they think people should do. Um, I think you'd be really good at this, TBH. You are a wise little egg. Okay, so we're going to take a couple of these today. Um, I need a name, please, for the first person. Okay, first person is one of my other queens, Addison Ray. Oh my God. Okay, Addison Ray says, Okay, I have the pettiest dating dilemma. It's so silly. I went on a first date last night with such a sweet guy. We biked around the park and sat in the river for a bit. He's super smart and thoughtful, and I think we see the world similarly. But his style is so nerdy. I guess that would be the way to put it. Is that the dumbest thing to care about? Wait, really quickly, Sarah, before you respond, I'm just going to say I don't like the wording of the last line. If it's important to you, then it's not dumb. Um, I know I need to take this advice myself because I have a habit of calling myself dumb, but whatever. With this dilemma, we're going to be discussing whether a bad or uncool outfit would ruin your perception of someone on a date. Um, I, I'm not the most stylish gal out there, but I do care about presence and no, not presence, presentation to an extent, although not really that much recently. I used to have the worst fashion, but anyway. That's true. Excuse me. And you make um, fun of me. You're constantly like, your clothes are so ugly. But like, look at you one minute because, ago. That's because I've upgraded and you're still old me. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Guys, I sound really horrible to you. It's just banter. It's okay. fine. I'm going to cut anyway. out most of your insults anyway. Okay, that's fine. Um, okay, well, as long as it doesn't really have holes in it, in his <laughs> clothes, or he doesn't have food stains on it, or they don't smell, I think it's acceptable for him to have bad fashion. No. Sense, like, acceptable. No, no, no. I don't believe it, you for a second. Stink, no, no, no. I know you. You are a style snob. If someone rocked up to a date with you wearing like ugly clothes or uncool clothes, you'd be like, oh my God, I'm never seeing this person again. You would. You are a style snob. Firstly, my man dresses nice. <laughs> secondly, um, secondly uh, well, I'm not that big of a style snob. I wear leggings and a Levis hoodie every day. Like that is me. But I mean, I am a bit more now because I'm bored. And so I think about clothes all the time. But in this situation <laughs> in particular, I think you can't really say something so early on to someone. But I reckon if it gets a bit more serious, maybe, you know, just buy them a shirt that you think would look nice on them or be maybe suggest other fashion options to them. Oh, that's quite practical. I don't know, like, ooh. Yeah, like, oh, have you tried white socks instead of moldy brown socks? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I'm still very confused by, like, color of socks rules. It makes me really confused when people are like, imagine wearing white socks with these shoes. I'm like, what? What is the difference? Socks are socks. Mm. But also, I was thinking, Addison Ray said he has nerdy style. What is nerdy style? What, how would you define that? Is that like a Matrix style coat? You know, the really long black coat that they wear in the Matrix? Is that nerdy? What is nerdy? Oh my, if it's like wearing a graphic t-shirt that's a Sonic the Hedgehog and you're like 27 years old and wearing that, <laughs> that is a bit embarrassing. Also, grow up. Um, and that is nerdy. But yeah, what does nerdy mean these days because I remember there was geek chic back in like 2012 where it was oh God, those. Yes. do you remember the, geek the glasses. glasses and the top that said geek like that was hideous oh I is swear, that what like, she's talking about I don't know we should ask Addison Ray. Addison Ray, if you want to ring up the pod <laughs> I'll give you my digits <laughs> I'm going to move on to the next dilemma now we need another name my next name is after my favorite irrelevant queen, Charlie D'Amelio. No, is this, are these all going to be TikTok themed? Maybe. My whole life seems to be scrolling on that bloody For You page. So, yeah. yeah. Truly. Even though you don't even watch the TikToks I send you, which is so rude because I'm literally curating. You like, send me 50. Yes, you're welcome. They're all perfectly curated <laughs> just for you. Okay, back to, was it Charlie D'Amelio? Yeah. Or her sister, Dixie. See, I know my stuff. Oh my God. You are so cool. Thank you. Okay. So Charlie D'Amelio says, dating dilemma, exclamation point. I tend to get a little jealous over posts and tweets my boyfriend likes of other girls. He has girlfriends, which I'm totally cool with, but he seems to only like their bikini pictures on Instagram or their tweets concerning their single life. Should I talk to him about how I feel it's a little disrespectful? He just likes the saucy pictures and tweets, or is this my own insecurity? Oof. Charlie D'Amelio, not in this house. 
<laughs> we will not be having that. Get him out. Kick him out. Send him to the doghouse. This What's is he a doing? this is a flat out no for you then. Indeed. I'm very disappointed. What an unkind thing to do. <laughs> He's meant to be your number one fan. What mm-hmm. is what's he doing? Tell him, tell him to get off his phone and you know what? <laughs> do something nice for you. <laughs> no, I think so. Okay, if he's liking loads of posts, loads of tweets every day, and like, I don't know, some of them are about football, some of them are about cars. I'm sorry, those are the most stereotypical boy things ever. But then only a couple of them are bikini babes. I'd be like, whatever. But if all he's liking are the bikini pics and the single tweets, that would make me uncomfortable. Like, I feel like he's he's kind of like leaving little breadcrumbs. Like, they're technically innocent, actions but there's a there's like a heavy meaning behind them I think but also are you not embarrassed is that not embarrassing like so to quote that but it is embarrassing and sit down boy like come no, that, on that's true you though. have Isn't a very nice girlfriend yeah Charlie yeah, Charlie's media is a perfectly fine girlfriend I wouldn't know her if she walked down the street Kiki Palmer reference um no, but isn't what are we he embarrassed? About? <laughs> <laughs> Just really quickly. Isn't he embarrassed though? Like, I think that's true. He can see that other people can see what he likes, right? Do you remember when Army Hammer, a few years ago, before we knew he was a cannibal, when he was liking all those tweets, like on Twitter, and they were all to do with BDSM and he had no idea that everyone could see it. And then that's when people oh started to like realize he was like a bit, there was something to him. Like at first it was just funny, but then like, everything else came out and now it's not quite as funny anymore um sorry a side note mm-hmm. i don't mean to interrupt you here but for all listeners dario has all the knowledge there is on celebrity <laughs> culture it is crazy like she will come up to me and <laughs> she will say sarah did you hear brooklyn beckham's ex-girlfriend's hairdresser <laughs> is now going out with another person's like hairdresser isn't it crazy and I know they met at the Met Gala behind the scenes in 2016 but this other person was there and I'm like honey do you hear yourself no honestly Sarah that's all that's in my head though like it's just that it's just that and like song lyrics from like 2001 I don't have anything else in here there's no room <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> okay let's just move girl, on to the last one I have one. no room in my head anymore <laughs> girl I feel you my head there's no more room either it's just full of Charlie D'Amelio memes and me bad you 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 I love that okay we're gonna have to just do the last one because otherwise we're just gonna be here talking rubbish we need one more name oh my god I know another TikTok star Jason Derulo oh god okay (laughs) Jason Derulo says hi Dario love your posts and polls here's my dilemma (laughs) here's my dilemma I met this guy on a dating app and he's really sweet person like he baked for me and he prepares snacks for our dates and sends me home every time even though he stays an hour away from me 
and then that like cute emoji like mm. but I I really just don't feel like I'm romantically attracted to him at all even though I know he's a good catch we've been texting seeing each other for about a month should I still continue giving this a try or just put an end to this early what should Jason Derulo do oh Jason that's really sad because mm. He clearly likes Jason. And Jason likes the idea of him because he ticks all the boxes. He ticks all the but boxes. But there's no spark. I'm so Jason. The heart wants what the heart wants. And it doesn't want him. <laughs> it doesn't want whoever that wiggle wiggle person is. Jason. That wasn't a good reference. I was trying to think of a Jason Derulo no. song. Didn't work. Um, wait, what is a Jason? No. Do you know what our favorite Jason Derulo song is? The one with Little Mix. Secret <gasps> Love Song. Oh my God. We, oh my that's God. such a good song. That's a We good should song. sing that for everyone. <laughs> I think we should. Um, no, okay. Jason Derulo's predicament is waiting for us. So I think, I think it's easy to look at someone who checks your boxes and think, yeah, life would be so easy if we were together, but then you don't feel chemistry or romantic attraction towards them. And you, like I said, you can't force chemistry. So I'd say if you don't feel that within the first couple of dates, then it's just worth asking to stay friends, maybe? Should Jason really do that? Is that a slap in the face if someone asks to stay friends when they don't want to date you? What do you think? I think it's a bit weird, especially if you met on a dating app. I think what? it's strange. Really? Isn't it? I mean, it's a bit... No, I have a couple friends who, like, I met through dating. Not a couple. No, two. Yeah, I have two friends who I met both on dating apps. And, like, I didn't fancy them. But we had so much in common. I got on really well with them both. So I think it just makes sense sometimes. But I think also with both of them, it was just, like, one date. So it wasn't that deep. But if this person's been... If Jason Drew has been seeing this person for a month... And they've been showering Jason Derulo with all this affection and love and tender care, then yeah, maybe it would be a bit of a slap in the face to be like, let's just be friends. I agree. Okay, thanks for agreeing with me. I think we should wrap it up now. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for joining me. I know you kind of didn't want to do this, but you also really did. Um, but yeah, thank you, Sahil. Thank you for having me, honestly. I'd like to thank my mom and my dad for this amazing moment. You know, I've really risen okay, from the that, ashes. That's, that's okay. fine. Um, <laughs> usually before you go, I'd, I'd ask you to let the listener know where you'd like to be found. But I know you don't want to be found. So. No, I do. I do. I want to be found on June 22nd at every club in the UK. <laughs> I will be at every club in one evening. That's where you can find me. You actually will. Okay. But no, since you're not going to do that, um, you can plug Tiny Moron instead. Why should I do it? You do it. <laughs> Guys, this girl, honestly. No. No, no, this isn't a meeting. This isn't a business meeting. Okay. Okay, guys, my sister can't do this, even though she has 52K followers and a podcast in episode three. Um, you can find Tiny Moron at at Tiny More on Instagram. <laughs> you can also buy Tiny More on merch on T-Mail. And oh, yeah. stay tuned to the Tiny More on podcast. Sorry, love you, bye. 
Yes. <laughs> that was actually good. I'm quite surprised. Okay. No, it wasn't. We were need to wrap this up, but thank you again for joining. Bye. Sorry. Love you. No. <laughs> Bye. Don't do that, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool.